Welcome to the Cyber Nation Uncensored Podcast. We welcome all Chumbas, Edge Runners, Vault Dwellers, Wastelanders, Spice Traders, and Space Folders. Thanks for joining us. Please give us a great review and also be sure to join us on both YouTube and Twitch. We'd love to see you on a live stream. Thanks again. See you soon. Good evening, space explorers. How are you doing this week? I am... <laughs> You're doing well. Good. <laughs> I am your humble game master, Mistress Winter, and welcome to tonight's session of Star Trek Adventures. Uh, we had an exciting session last week where our... Away team went down to a desert planet, were attacked with uh, by silvery bladed blade winged birds, and uh, walked right into a trap that they were able to escape from and return safely to their ship. Uh, but we will get to that very shortly. Let's go ahead and do introductions. Uh, as I said, I am Mistress Winter. I am a writer, voice actress, and all-around TTRPG hobbyist. I like to do all of it. Uh, and graphic designer. I did do the intro video that you just saw. Uh, so, um, yeah, that is me. You can find me at GMistressWinter on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And over at my channel, Mistress Winter's Court, on Monday nights. All right, how about you, Juicy? <laughs> Vundaba, thank you. And Jesse. <laughs> Wonderful, thank you. And twisting. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> a failed crafter. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Uh, well, thank you. I'm glad to have all of you. Unfortunately, we are down one crew member, uh, a very important crew member, the captain, uh, played by Anita. Uh, hopefully they will be back to us next week. But in the meantime, we're going to go ahead and roll into our session. So as I mentioned last time, you had escaped an obvious fold trap barely avoided being sliced into ribbons by the fauna of this desert planet and had returned to the ship with the prize in hand, a device that would complete, at least you hope, complete your shielding from that mysterious mind manipulation slash mutation signal that is pervading all of the galactic core. So that is where we begin. Ooh, thank you very much. That is, that'll be, oh, wonderful. Thank you so much, Dingpom007. Uh, they will be put to great use. I'm absolutely sure of that. <laughs> so, the away team had returned. Everyone had scattered to rest after the harrowing, harrowing adventure. The captain has retired for the evening and has given Lieutenant Commander Tellen uh, the, the con. Uh, he had been the one uh, to suggest that the part was needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
as the parallax hurdles through space away from the planet, the galactic core, the, the ball of energy at the center of it, just casting perpetual light throughout the sector. Just, it's, it's peaceful for the time being. And the crew seems to harmonize with that. There's been a lot of tension over the last week or so <laughs> that you've, you've been doing this. So many of the crew have retired to their quarters are doing things privately and the skeleton crew has has set up for until a full crew is needed Okay, uh, who, uh, so that's going to include the three of you, um, Tony Commander, uh, Para Williams, uh, the engineer, uh, sorry, Para Miller, and Lieutenant Gary Popovich, uh, assuming that you want him there for discussion on that kind of stuff. Yeah, his eyes roll so hard. <laughs> I would expect more professionalism from uh, a senior officer such as yourself. You could get my name right for one. It's Giddy! No. Giri. <laughs> Freaking Vulcans. They have no sense of humor. <laughs> uh, yes, sorry, go ahead.
you know what? I think that our audience is not is not hearing you. Oh, not hearing. There we us. go. Uh, of course, nobody said anything. I just realized <laughs> on my audio that uh, you were not being heard. So I apologize. Uh, do you want to start that again? I apologize. Well, I'll give a quick synopsis. <laughs> uh, so we uh, we call the staff meeting of senior management. Yes, I guess thank not you. management, but senior <laughs> staff. Um, and we are um, talking about going back to Zytherian space, um, which is, I guess, like a six-hour adventure. That's how long it took us to get to this planet. So roughly, probably six to 12 hours to get back to their space to hopefully develop the technology to build a shield around the ship to protect ourselves and the rest of the crew from the influence of that uh, pervasive signal that seems to be in this sector. So then once we rendezvous with one of the Cytherian ships and prove to them that we did it, <laughs> we will share the technology with them in hopes that they can, rather than destroy people they come across, um, help protect them as well, and then, uh, I guess, continue on to try to find our missing Admiral. Yes. This... Uh, canister that you found, or that we found on the planet's surface should do the trick to complete the uh, psychic shield. As it were. Uh, though, I wonder about this substance inside. It looks uh, biologic uh, and uh, concerns me just a little. Uh, In what way? Well, what is it? Is it living? Is it uh, something that is going to die because we're channeling? energy through it uh there's, there's so many things that can go uh wrong with it is it a limited supply hmm. Th this is all stuff we don't know perhaps i and the rest of the team should take a look at it to determine if we can reproduce it before we start using it for this technology that we have proposed Absolutely. Does it, was it scanned before it was brought on board? Do we have any readings? <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we have no time. No time to scan. Uh, we, we, we had to leap out of there before we got our... Uh, uh, we were hairy-carried. <laughs> oh. Ow. If the computer identified any pathogens in it, it would have been kept in the transporter buffer. So... If it made it through the transport cycle, then potentially it's good. Uh, well, it, uh, the, the transporter may have uh, read that it's already contained, though, uh, being mm -hmm. in the in the canister. Uh, maybe we should uh, perhaps look at the teleport log, see if it has any data regarding. Mm -hmm what it thought it was transporting. Indeed, and we can keep the sample in an isolation box until we have further information. 
Hmm. Ah. Well, the Federation is familiar with uh, biological use of bi biological matter to power systems. I mean, that's, that's the biogel packs from the Intrepids. So it's not unknown, and the transporter may have uh, interpreted it that way. So we'll we'll find out. Does it make it sense to keep it in Bay or in one of the science labs, biology labs for now, because it's living matter? Sorry, you kind of uh, faded out there. Oh, does it make sense to keep it in uh, in a bio lab or in sick bay? Mm. Because it's living matter. Uh, yeah. Perhaps in in bio lab. Uh, what do you think? Bio lab. Tenet to pray. Bio lab. Ah, well. <laughs> yes, that was my recommendation by suggesting an isolation box. We'll okay. go with the doctor's suggestion. Yes. <laughs> Very good, uh, Commander. Okay. Sounds like we have a game plan then. Everybody uh, will will take some scans on it, figure out if we can replicate it, um, and it's if it's safe to keep on board and uh, start working on some kind of interface for the biological, technical components. Hmm. Indeed. Hmm. Of course. And I will uh, lead up that project enlist uh, Lieutenant Deprey wants to take it. It's, it's... I do have personal interest in this project and would like to be involved. Hmm. Then it is all yours. I, I will. I will simply aid. just put it together. <laughs> I do welcome your aid, Lieutenant Gary, at all times. Yeah, you know, I I have other projects. I'm sure you are busy. <laughs> mm -hmm. I will. Uh, Can I just say? It is an interesting experience to attempt passive aggression as a Vulcan. <laughs> <laughs> It is. Uh, well, it's 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 odd on this end. It's just like, uh, how do I even respond to that? <laughs> it's because it's said so matter of factly that like, the passive aggressiveness is almost lost. But then you're like, wait. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I will. I will be waiting in the bio lab. And the doctor yeah, is out. Oh, we weren't dismissed. I'm sorry. Totally didn't. <laughs> yes, no, go ahead. You're oh. dismissed. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, so uh, the th I assume the three of you, Dr. Uh, Medmika, Lieutenant Prey, and... Tenet Popovich will head to the bio lab to analyze the the sample. Yes, that, that was my understanding. And get that project started. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what are you doing, uh, Commander Talon? Uh, I want to check the transporter logs at uh, Geary's recommendation. 
Okay. All right. Uh, as you're heading to, uh, where are you going to look at the data? Are you going like to the transporter room? Are you going back up to the bridge? Um, I could probably check it from the engineering station on the bridge. Okay. And just route the the transporter logs up to that station. Mm Mm-hmm. You enter onto the bridge. And... You register that there are several uh, bridge officers on uh, at their stations doing their doing their thing uh, seems a little more full than you would expect with a skeleton crew uh, but perhaps somebody got bored and wanted to come work <laughs> uh, but being single focused you go to the engineering section and uh, begin your look through of the the data. Uh, if you will give me a... Can I just make uh, like a quick scan of what... Like, is it unusual? That the, is there an unusual number of people on the bridge? Or are they doing, like, unusual things? Like, is there a science officer at a security station or something like that that's, like, out of place? You you stop mid, you know, entering your, your inquiry and turn. And there are two. Two people on the bridge. When, when you first came in, you could have sworn there were at least five. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, you know, the, the substitute helmsman. You've got uh, an ensign at comms. Okay. I will probably question my own sanity. Um, continue with this and then maybe make a trip down to sickbay to check in with the doctor to make sure that I'm not affected by this genetic manipulation. Hmm. Okay. Uh, for the data, if you can give me an insight engineering. Okay, I'm looking Uh, difficulty one. 11 here all right cool uh so if this counts as computers then i have three successes oh fantastic uh that will max out your momentum at seven the transporter as you break it down into what it brought aboard you've got you know Vulcan, human, uh, 
and oh, I'm trying to remember when the captain is. <laughs> oh, trill. trill, trill, that's it. Um, then you have the components of this device. Now there, the metal alloy that makes up the container is not in Federation databases. Uh, it's it's got the composite and and pulls it apart as far as like molecular structure and stuff like that. And it's uh, it's just this jumble of uh, different alloys and metals and stuff. Um, but that's not the most interesting part. The most interesting part is that the biological component, the organic component of this tank is reads as human, as Klingon, as Vulcan, like this whole slew of species, DNA, all mashed inside. Oh, it's like a tube of Soylent Green. <laughs> Soylent Green is people! <laughs> oh god, okay. Um, okay. Alright. <laughs> I'm going to distribute this data to the various departments. So like the alloy composition uh, uh, chemistry or physics department can, can take that. Um, so engineers can look at that. Maybe they can use it to, to fortify our uh, hull plating or a shuttlecraft or something. And then I'm going to send the biological stuff down to um, where the team is with the actual container uh -huh. um, and, and notify the doctor that there's some interesting results, uh, Dr. Madmika, in, in the transporter data logs. Um, I won't go over it right now. Take a look at the information I'm sending down to your station and uh, let me know what you think later on. Okay. Yes. Okay. And I'm coming down at... to get my physical uh, for the six hour cycle out of the way. Here in the bio lab? Would you? Oh, sorry, in sick bay. Would you rather be in the med bay or? Yeah, I'll just, I'll it's go to down to, to meet with, um, I guess, um, Lieutenant Trosa? They're still here? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm. It's her. Yep. Yep. Lieutenant Yalf Trosa. Mm -hmm. So you go to exit the bridge. And doors slide open. Shh. And as you kind of look up from your feet you know most people like you know kind of look down at their feet you know while they're waiting for the doors to kind of open and you look up and there is something in front of you and that something would remind you of old world tv static in the shape of a person have i seen this shape before is this what what Tupre and I were chasing through the halls. <laughs> it's uh, there. There is possibly some resemblance. You didn't get a good look at the the, the ghost you were previously hunting uh, <laughs> or trying to bust, but 
Uh, this one, while translucent, is definitely visible. And it steps forward. And... Um, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I just want to sidestep it if I can. Like, if it's going to try to walk through me or something, I'm just going to move out of the way. Okay. And maybe I'm going to hold off on visiting sickbay while these entities are on our bridge. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to send a silent security alert out if there's, like, a panic button under the captain's chair or something I can hit. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, try to get to praise um attention and sure. and maybe like activate my calm signal somehow i don't know if i can do this basically what i want to try to do is send like um like the ambient noise of the bridge and i'm just like gonna try to mumble quietly to myself about how um the like incorporeal beings we saw in the hallway are currently on the bridge please come <laughs> <laughs> but like not in a in like a, a alert sort of urgent fashion just like matter of factly quietly under my breath to like not raise the tone of the room if that makes any sense mm. uh the figure moves past you as you sidestep to avoid letting it pass through you uh and goes to stand at the station behind the the captain's chair Mm -hmm. and just stays there it's outline fuzzy and shifting okay um is that the tactical station yes all right um can i use any command codes to just lock that station out from where i am like yeah, the, yeah, you. I'm uh, over by the turbo lift, but I just want to like join, <laughs> go around to a station and like start working again. Like la 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 la. You you head over to the the security station and mm -hmm. quickly lock down uh, that that panel. Okay, perfect. And then I will just chill and wait for mm -hmm. um, Lieutenant to pray to to join me, so that we can figure out how to communicate with this thing. Okay down in the biolab. Mm -hmm. Frey will receive the message and just... Gentlemen, if you'll excuse me, I have something to attend to. And then she will reach off to the side and grab her detector box, oh, yeah. strap over her neck, and just <laughs> zoom out the room with no further explanation. But what about the... I have absolute faith in your skills, Lieutenant Gary. Mm hmm. One of these days to pray. <laughs> so appearing on the bridge, the doors open. She's looking at the box. What the, is she detecting something on the box? Yes. And does it match what we had seen before? Yes. Uh, in fact, you're reading several. Uh, Telen, as you sat there uh, in the time that it took to pray to get from uh, a lower deck up to the bridge uh, you noticed that another figure formed in the captain's chair and off in the engineering chair where you had been sitting uh, 
Okay, so I remember from our very first episode with this ship that the Admiral on Outpost um, Foxtrot or whatever was telling us that the ship, the previous crew, like, went missing. Mm-hmm. And that's where this ghost story came from in in sickbay between Madnika mm-hmm. and and his crew and his like staff. So yeah, <laughs> there's actually ghosts on the ship. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna have to pass Madnika five bucks over this. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no such thing as ghosts. And I'm like, oh, okay, you win. Uh... <laughs> Captain, this is absolutely fascinating. I'm getting multiple readings. That that moaning has started again. I think we should get to work on trying to translate this and develop a way to communicate with them. Agreed. If you will take this, and she will hand you her device. I'm going to put it on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have an idea. And uh, she's going to run off the bridge for a moment and go to, like, one of our material synthesizers, and, like, she's gonna check her notes quickly, and then she's just gonna type in a request for a Ouija board. She's heard about these. <laughs> and she's gonna bring it up, and she's gonna lay it out on the floor with the, like, the cursor thing on the yeah. board. Yeah. And just observe. Just observe. Mm-hmm. And see if something happens. Okay. Uh, we will we will come back to that. Uh, Dr. Mamika, down in uh, the biolab. Uh, yes. You get the information from Commander Tellen. Mm-hmm. And that DNA reading of the can the contents of this canister are <laughs> very it's very intriguing Lieutenant Popovich hmm. does the is there a way to open the canister or is it completely sealed well I mean it's uh, you don't want any of the the matter to leak out, so it's it's pretty sealed. But you can break it open. Mm, no, 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 no breaking. Uh, I mean, I wonder if we can transport sample into another container. But I don't. Hmm. Very troubling. Uh, from the sensor logs, or from the transporter logs looks like this is a conglomeration of DNA from all sorts of species. So how would that be how would that transfer energy to be able to operate the device? And uh, from the other information that uh, the acting captain sent, the container is an unknown alloy metal and that's also been sent to engineering to see if they can figure out what it is the we do have yes 
So we have that, so maybe we could try to replicate even just a small bit of that just from transporter logs without actually engaging with the the canister at this moment. You think? Sorry, repeat that. I, I missed that last part. We're just going to see if we can use the chemical structure and recreate it with the uh, the replicators and the inside matter. Or no, the, the metal. See if we can re replicate the metal and go from there without trying to open or do anything with the canister or move anything from the inside. Because if it is able to uh, conduct the energy uh, to help us with our shields to block the signal don't want to disrupt the amount that's in there maybe the amount is important too i don't know i have oh. no idea but uh i don't want to at this moment try to take so, anything out hmm. to me it looks like a I don't know, like a battery of some sort uh, this it like a uh, alkaline uh, has all the the fluid and the uh, like the mm. the old old earth uh, combustible engines uh, they needed a like a liquid battery. Mm. Mm. I am not familiar with with history. It's energy production. So. As he's talking, so out of game, I would like to make mm -hmm. an insight engineering roll to see if I know how the to, to confirm that that actually is what it is. It is a battery. Do I need to do that, or is that not? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you will, uh, go ahead and give me your uh insight. Um, so you're, you're trying to figure out like the, the whole, or the concept of the whole. So what it, mm -hmm. what its purpose yeah. and, and stuff is. Yeah. So yeah, that would be right. engineering. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, difficulty three. Three. Yes. Okay. I lost my other D20. Mm -hmm. So well, I'm going to have to do this a couple, uh, so that, and then can Lieutenant Popovich, can he assist? Yep, and then you can also use the ship's uh, computer uh, to well, okay. I can scan. Roll to the ship yeah. I have the sheet open. Uh, okay. So for, in in that case, because uh, I've got to bring up the ship here too, just for... We also have a bunch of momentum too if we need to... You do, you have, mm -hmm. you have seven, so... Uh -huh. And a bunch of minus twos. I think Cold Spider also gave us another one, so we have mm -hmm. four now. So you have four. Yeah, that is fantastic. Might not need the momentum. <laughs> uh, for the uh, ship, a, a computer's uh, engineering would be perfect. Okay. All right. Okay. What's the difficulty? Three, uh, three. Four? Three. Three. Okay. I don't think I need to buy one. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't have any focus and six and an eight. Oh, fantastic so that's yeah so two success two successes and i have one poplovich has another 
So uh, you have four successes, so you have one overage. You want to spend that? We can ask a question. Yep. You can spend that and ask a question. Gain information. So, first, is it a battery? It is not a battery. Oh, okay. So we've confirmed that it's not, it doesn't conduct energy, right? Well, that, that, that's what a that's, battery does. <laughs> it, uh, it's not a battery in the sense that it charges something or, or allows the operation of something. However, it does more resemble a conduit. Uh, so mm. you almost like a converter. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So with the momentum, unless, uh, uh, there's another question I would like to ask mm -hmm. if all of species that have been used within the mix are they all uh they all have uh telepathy genes so that's what's being used as the fluid and and that's what that's why they're all there psionic in nature uh no uh okay the the mixture is a hodgepodge of both psychic and non-psychic. Uh, okay. However, they all have traces of the mutation. Okay. Of the, the full mutation. Okay. So now, Lieutenant Popovich, how would you use the device in to to complete the technology? How would you just gonna set it next to it, or what are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't think uh, placement uh, or location of this thing is going to. Uh, aid our efforts. What I am considering is that we use this converter to best find the wavelength mm. that it uses and be able to counter it actively rather than passively. Be proactive, not reactive. Okay. So I would simply uh, ask different wavelengths through it to see if something's actually blocked because if it's blocked then we know that's the right one. Right? I think it'd be a little more complicated than that. We'll we'll have to set up like we we can set it into uh, some sort of uh, simulator 
and and we'll have to play with it to uh, find the right frequency. Mm. How long will that take? Uh, I don't know. I've never done anything like this. This is uh, uncharted territory. Which I'm usually good at, at least uh, in terms of space. Mm. Uh, not so much in uh, the, the engineering field. I had a previous idea. Mm. Uh, and I needed your help to do that. And that would be uh, to reprogram some of the nanoprobes, the Borg nanoprobes, to be able to uh, interact with signals. Mm. So I can leave those with you and you can use those as needed. Uh, they may help. Maybe they will not. Do you, uh, do you have an enough resource. To, to, for the, the entire crew? Mm, not at the moment, but mm. we could. Eventually, we could have enough for the crew. And mm. having some people, some of the crew resistant, I think would be very, would be invaluable. Uh, uh, I will play with a few options and see what uh, comes up best. Okay. Uh, thank you, Doctor. Uh, yeah, thank you, Lieutenant. Oh. And I'm, I'm uh, so the Doctor is going to hang out in the in the bio lab. Okay. He's going to be looking at other stuff. Okay. All right. Uh, then we will go ahead and jump back up to the bridge where we are setting up a space seance. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Captain. Are, are uh, you familiar with the ancient Earth tradition of spiritualism? Um, I have to say, I am not. Uh, I am familiar with spirituality. Is it close to that? Uh, my understanding is that they are mixed. The ancient okay. practice of spiritualism was to commune with spirits through various tools. Oh, this, okay. I believe, was one of those tools. It is called an Ouija board, if I know and have read correctly. <laughs> And the way this is used is by touching the cursor and asking questions of spirits to see if they can move the cursor with your hands. I like this idea. This is this is awesome. Given um, the presence we have proven and detected on the ship of what appear to be spirits, what I will say is they have proven, at least up until this point, to be benign. They may be willing or able to communicate with this means. I am unsure. I am unpracticed. Well, they certainly ran away from us uh, when we shot at them. So, I think that they are aware of us, in a way. That was my thought um, as well. So, yeah, let's give it a shot. Um, <laughs> I would caution you against um, or I would I would like to bring up cultural sensitivity here. Um, so oh. not everybody would be interested in speaking. Um, and maybe that's okay. Indeed. So. Although I would say with the recently increased presence, this indicates that, or at least visibility of these spirits, as she points, uh, it indicates that they have determined that we may be able to communicate with them and are attempting mm -hmm. to communicate with us. 
Would you like to try? Yes. Yes, I would. I believe. Um, we get I, down on the... Oh, what were you going to say? I apologize. Oh, I was just going to say, Telen will take uh, like five minutes to just say a quick prayer to make sure that um, that like she can she's in the like emotional and like spiritual headspace to do this <laughs> in a way that's respectful um, because that's just the way that she approaches like her spirituality of like speaking to the prophets so she'll probably take the similar approach of like she's about to go into like the Bajoran temple almost okay So you take some take some time to center and block out intrusive thoughts to the best of your ability. Sorry, what were you gonna say? Tend to pray. Acting captain, I believe it is customary to dim lights. Oh, okay. Um, computer dim lights. Okay. Uh, the lights dim, and at that, uh, the ensign who's sitting at the uh, comms kind of finally looks up from whatever she's been doing uh, and turns to ask what's going on and sees the staticky figures and just screams. Uh, leaping out of her chair. Okay. Can I make some kind of command presence roll here to yes. try to uh, get her to I'm just gonna say like Ensign, remain calm. Um, stay at your post. Do not react in an adverse way to disrupt what we're about to do. Please. So presence and command I think would be all right, and um... uh, uh, and I will give you a difficulty here. Uh, difficulty two. I'm just reading strong paw, and that... I'm exerting uh, a complication of eerie environment <laughs> okay what does that do does that raise the yeah that raises like the, range uh yes so that'd be okay. uh 19 to 20 all right so presence command i need a 13 oof um okay so no successes in one complication with a 19 <laughs> may i attempt to aid <laughs> uh unfortunately if uh the leading person does not uh, get any successes, aids will will not. Uh, uh, they don't add in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, the ensign, uh, lost in the panic of it, uh, grabs a phaser. Oh gosh! And fires at one of. <laughs> Static things. Uh, hits it. And the figure turns red. Oh, jeez. Uh, and the, the static begins to dance more wildly. 
and it seems to grow as it climbs out of the chair uh, and is looming and lurching for her in the cor in the corner. Excuse me. I mean, she deserves this. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, this is part of the episode where the the no name red shirt just dissolves right in front of your eyes, and nobody ever talks about it. Yep, yep, no. Yeah. Okay. Do I get a chance to do anything here? Yeah. Or yeah. Please. This... Yeah. Okay. Uh, you to pray. Uh, you both get actions. Um, to pray if you have something first, go ahead. I was just remembering that our force fields did nothing, so my right. idea is... Um, I think she's going to go for Hail Mary and just go, uh, Halt! The... Was this an ensign? What's the uh, Yeah, it was an ensign, yeah. yeah. Halt, this ensign was scared and meant no intentional harm. We mean you no harm. Mm. Hoping uh, that the words can make it through. Sure, we'll see if it sure. Uh, either I, I will say uh, either presence command or daring in command. I'll take presence command. Okay. All right. Um, ooh, difficulty three. Difficulty three. Shoot. Okay. I have one success. I'm going to use... Actually, I'm going to use... Can I use two minus twos? Yeah, please. Because <laughs> we have three at least. So uh, then have I'm going to turn right, my two yeah. into a one and my 16 into a 14, and that's three okay. successes. All right. Uh, to celebrate that, we just got raided. Oh, yeah. welcome Hello, raiders. raiders. Thank you for joining us in our... Uh, Star Trek turned horror uh, in space. <laughs> We're having a space seance if we can get these ghosts to not be so mad. We currently have a Ouija board on the bridge of Starship. Yeah. What does a ghost need with a Starship? <laughs> <laughs> what does a Starship need with a Ouija board? <laughs> uh, the fi uh, the red static figure, or we'll just call him Ghost. Uh, stops mid-stride reaching out for the ensign and seems to glitch out of existence before returning or uh, reappearing in the chair that they were in uh, again kind of a translucent white static Okay, great a, job. Thank you. If there's a beat of, like, quiet now... <laughs> Acting Captain, would you like to begin? Yes, it seems that they can understand us, so this is a great a great place to make... Um, Ensign, please return your phaser to, uh, to your side and uh, maintain your station. And let's... Yeah, let's start. Uh... <laughs> she... Uh drops it and just like breaks into sobs. <laughs> you are relieved if you if you need time. Feel free to take the afternoon off. <laughs> uh, the uh the helmsman 
will, uh, I'll, I'll take her to quarters, sir. Thank you. And we'll usher her away, leaving you both alone on the bridge. Space seance. Okay. Yeah, um, space seance. <laughs> we are the crew of the USS Parallax. Are you the crew of the former, whatever the ship was called before? I don't remember. Jesse doesn't remember the name of the ship before. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's always been the Parallax. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. So we are the current crew of the USS Parallax. Um, the star date is something, something. Current star date, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Insert <laughs> star date. <laughs> um, can you hear us? Can you understand us? Alright, so to pray you you put down the board and the little uh marker. Uh do you know how to use a Ouija board? I am um, going off of Lieutenant. Is there a, is there a, did it did it synthesize or, or replicate with uh, an instruction manual? You know what? It did. It came with the whole box. Like the whole box. <laughs> open the box and then she's gonna read the instructions real fast <laughs> acting captain i believe we put our hands on this cursor best board game library ever okay yeah. <laughs> all right so uh you both sit down and you both put your fingers on the on the marker like it suggests and uh as it as the instructions suggest to allow the the pat or the the crossed over to uh, communicate and guide the marker uh, to the letters and numbers and however it wants to communicate. The marker at first just kind of rocks back and forth uh, aimlessly. And then there is a violent pull over to the right to H, back to the left to E, back to the kind of center with L, back to the left with P, and it kind of wobbles in the center between... S, T, and U. Hmm. Who are you? Okay. Uh, the, the marker begins to spin and pulls from under your fingers, spinning like a top in the, the center of the board before it flings itself across the room, hitting one of the, the screens on the, the side and and hanging there. So spooky. Fascinating. <laughs> Was it supposed to do that? I am unsure. Uh, Dupre will go inspect. Did it, like, point at anything in particular? That is a good question. Um, it 
is pointing at a uh, the archives database. Um, can I get up and and use a computer's focus to try to figure out what it's trying to tell us through the archives? I don't know who Stu is, but it apparently wants us to help Stu. STU, <laughs> yes. Well, it could have been STU or UTS or S or UST. It, or U.S. Mm. Mm. Uh, there's a lot, lots of... See, this is why we're in charge. <laughs> <laughs> well, you remember, you're the ones who, like, <laughs> almost blew up the ship. Uh, when you two are in charge, there's so many shenanigans, and I'm so f- here for it. I love every minute of it. Well, while well, you were doing the computer <laughs> check, I think the prey's going to grab the cursor again and bring it back over to the board. Very, okay. like, trimply. <laughs> the... As far as you were aware, when mm-hmm. the ship was first... Uh, when it was being refitted for your journey... You know, the, the computer database would have been uh, kind of factory reset, uh, had all the information dumped, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so with your computer knowledge, uh, that will be a, let's say, re- or insight. Um, insight security okay i'm going for a 13 okay um and we're gonna go difficulty since you really don't know what you're looking for specifically uh it's gonna be a difficulty three okay um so if i hit if, so my security's five, I rolled a five, and I have a focus in computers. Five is two successes, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have two, and I'm going to spend one momentum to re- to roll another die. Okay, awesome. Go for it. Okay, so that two plus one, so three successes. Am I allowed to do that? Can I say momentum to roll an extra die after the fact? Because that's what I just did. Well, moment. yeah, because I had we, we hadn't like established success or failure uh, at that okay. point. Because I knew that I didn't succeed, so I just added on <laughs> another one. And I don't know if that's cheating. <laughs> well, I mean, I have to tell you the difficulty up front anyway, so it's, mm-hmm. it's not like, okay. you know. Um, so that that's perfectly fine. Okay. Um, you begin trying a, an inquiry. Um, you're like... Where do you even start? But then the letters. Uh, kind of... Oh, that's a good place to start anyway. Uh, yeah, try like a, anagrams of uh, H-E-L-P-U-S and then like 
tea as like a maybe option. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find that there are some ghost file paths in the database, and I mean ghost as in like. I'm gonna say something. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, files that should have been deleted, but really just their parent and stuff had been deleted, but they're still there. Okay. Um, you work your way through the system and you find these um, isolated databases that really shouldn't have been there. Uh, and there is almost a progression of files that go S U T to um, the looks like some captain's logs from a Mm-mm-mm-mm. Captain Trar. So that's T R A R. And the first couple of logs that you read through are the USS Parallax's journey into uh, uncharted. Uh, Dominion space, uh, keeping to the outskirts, trying to avoid uh, contact with the Dominion. In the Gamma Quadrant? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they were doing some scouting uh, some astrological or astronomical mapping and the last entry that you have is that they were reading a uh, an anomaly uh, that they were going to investigate Uh, it was some sort of um, galactic anomaly, like uh, something like a nebula or um, strange energy readings that were naturally occurring, but uh, definitely not something that had been encountered before. And that is the last entry. <laughs> So that's the last of the surviving entries, right? Mm -hmm. So there could have been others that just were deleted when the ship was repurposed. Correct. Um, <clears throat> do we know the circumstances of the ship's like most recent past? Like when did the previous crew go missing and how was the ship salvaged? The... I'll spend a momentum if it, if I can answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, that's all right. Uh, okay. This was stuff that um, had been provided up front by the uh, Admiral. 
Admiral Winters, uh, that the Parallax had been found adrift mm-hmm. on the edge of the Gamma Quadrant. Uh, all hands disappeared. Like, there was no record of where they were gone. Um, there were a few uh, crew logs that simply stopped in the middle of them. Uh, they were incomplete. Uh, food uh, left on tables just completely vanished. Uh, the ship was pulled into space dock and examined, investigated. They um, they determined that all hands were lost uh, without cause and planned to park the ship uh, or, or kind of put it out until something could be determined, kind of like a cold case. Like, mm-hmm. uh, if more evidence comes forward, then we'll use it. But then the need for it came about. So we, they pulled it out of decommission and refitted it. And that process was about three years. Okay. Uh, from when it was pulled in to when it got refitted. I'm going to, at this point, inform Dr. Madmika, um, because I'm wondering if your um, experience in the collective gave you any knowledge about um, some kind of anomaly that could do this. Um, Dr. We're seeing ghosts of former crew on the bridge. Um, I owe you five bucks. I didn't believe it was true. Well, I'm... I'm glad and sad to hear that. Uh... Don't... call anything... when I was with the Borg about... ghosts. I wouldn't have been... tolerated. Uh... put it lightly... Mm, I, I'm going to run all of the DNA from that we found inside the canister mm-hmm. we have. I'm going to run it through the Federation database just to see if there's anything there. Hey, how do you mean? I'm serious. Like, are you trying to like identify like, the DNA or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We know it's Klingon, but is it? Is it a, a Klingon that was in the Federation, or is it... Sure. Uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, shot in the dark, we'll see. See how it works out. Okay. Uh, what uh, would I roll for that? So for that, uh, it is going to be... And now you can get help from the ship. Mm-hmm. But that will be a control medicine. Okay. Control medicine. And then uh, for the, sh- uh... the ship can uh, use its computers and either science or medicine. Uh, I think science is the higher one. Mm-hmm. But it okay. 
uh, parsing through all of that and identifying it, uh, it's going to be very difficult at a four. Okay. Um, I would like to buy one d20 threat and i'm using bold medicine so if i get a d20 if i i may re-roll a single d20 okay from this and and i would like to also i would like to buy fourth die with two momentum before i will be rolling a total of four dice Okay, uh, so you said you were spending three momentum for two? One no. threat. And uh, one threat one and threat. then one threat. Okay, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And two, and two momentum for the second one. I think that's how that works. I'm not sure if it's one or two because you've bought threat with, or you used threat for one if you can use right. momentum. Uh, well, you you can. I'm just. I'm not sure if it's two or if it's, it's one or one. two. Yeah, yeah, that's so, what I meant. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's fine. We have. Lots I mean, we have a lot. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. You're fine. Okay. We'll look that up later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On with the show. <laughs> oh. Oh. A one. Oh yes, good. And a seventeen. So, so that's, that's two, two successes there. And then I haven't... So that's only two die that I've rolled. I had okay. a one, 17. Let's roll the other two. Nine. That's three. Twelve. I'm going to re-roll that 17. Okay. So you're done. I also have one success, so oh. we can maybe get some more <laughs> momentum back here. 17. So I only have three. Uh, plus one from the ship. From the ship. Yep. Okay. The. Uh, it takes. It's going to take a little while to uh, sort through all of the, the DNA that's mixed up in there. Uh, but the database. Uh, as it begins to parse that information, will start identifying uh, missing uh, Federation officers um, or Starfleet officers uh, and crewmen. There are missing uh, Klingon uh, officers as well, like, you know, from the Klingon Empire. Uh, Romulan, uh, it's it's a huge smorgasbord. Uh, so any information that has been shared between uh, the federated uh, species, it begins to pull out those those individuals. Oh, okay. Uh, um. Well Dr. Manika, while you're running these scans, uh, you begin to get uh, pings to your your console 
there are many requests uh, coming up or coming in from all over the ship for uh, some sort of eval. Uh, simultaneously, <laughs> yeah. a uh, Sajik and others are all pinging the bridge. Uh, uh, Commander, this is Sedgwick. Um, we're getting reports of uh, in intruders and invaders all over the ship. It's getting like a madhouse down here. Okay, thank you for the report. Um, please remain calm. They're not intruders. We believe them to be the former crew of the Parallax. Um, we are attempting to communicate with them. I don't believe they're hostile, so as long as we don't fire on them, uh, we should be okay. So I'm going to make a shipwide announcement and just fill everybody in. Um, you may be experiencing like, <laughs> You may be experiencing hallucinations. And you may hear voices. Attention, Parallax crew. <laughs> I can imagine the captain just hearing the announcement in her quarters going, what the? <laughs> she got, she what are they doing now? Crazy. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Uh, Why is it that every time I leave Talon in charge... <laughs> Oh no! This is this is fantastic. I'm absolutely loving this. Uh, Parallax crew, please remain calm. Do not engage with the incorporeal beings you are seeing in any hostile way. We are attempting to communicate with them and believe them to be the former crew of the USS Parallax. Thank you. Boo boo boo. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, please give me a presence command. That's my uh, best customer service voice. <laughs> yes. Um, difficulty three. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, and you still have that uh, complication in play, the, the eerie atmosphere. Okay. 13. Oh, yeah. Okay. So two successes. Nice. Um, do, 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 do. Let me see if I have anything that applies. Not really, no. Yeah, um... If the prophets will it, is this the thing? <laughs> My value <laughs> is so, like, nondescript, I don't know if it works. Um... If the prophets will it, hmm. So that was designed to be like, it's, it's a last ditch effort to do something and it's life or death and like, the prophets will it, I will survive or I will die. Gotcha. So I don't really know if that applies here. I, um, I think, well, yeah, yeah, I think that'd be a little bit of a stretch. I'm going to yeah. say two successes. Uh, do you want to use any momentum? You still have three. Okay, yeah, I'll re-roll, or not re-roll, I'll, I'll roll an additional die. Okay. the momentum, sure. Thank you. All right, cool. So, yeah, that's another success, so three. All right. Uh, 
reports from the ship, uh, from the various uh, sector or sections, will uh, report that while there has been some upset, uh, there haven't been any incidents. Love it. Uh, Good job. Yet. So your <laughs> your command has at least swayed or assuaged any kind of violence that may have uh, instigated any incidents or anything like that. So, uh, but I think this is a great time to go ahead and take our midstream break. Thank you all for being here. We hope that you'll stick around. Uh, we will be back uh, just after uh, 40 after the hour. So about 40, 45, uh, we will be back around then. So hope you'll stick around and see what other ghost-busting shenanigans <laughs> our girl gets into. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll see you then.
Hello and welcome back to Star Trek Adventures Flight Beyond the Veil. Uh, we are in the middle of a ghost hunt <laughs> or a haunting. Uh, as the. Uh, it seems that the USS Parallax first crew that mysteriously vanished has now mysteriously reappeared. Ghost form on the ship. <laughs> so. Oh, and we have been granted, or you have been granted another minus two. So. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Cold thank you again, Cold Spider. Uh, a loyal watcher. So mm -hmm. we really appreciate you. Uh, all right. So uh, the commander has managed to put the crew at a relative ease with these ghostly entities roaming the halls and various quarters. What's your play? The prey is still on the dimmed bridge with the board. I think she wanted to ask a couple more questions while we could. Okay. <laughs> so she's gonna hold the cursor, hope it doesn't whack her in the face. <laughs> and she's going to ask, are you alive? Um, I, you know what? I br I had brought up an image of <laughs> the Ouija board, so I know where the locations and stuff of this stuff are. I had wondered because you were getting the directions. <laughs> uh, oh, well, I will tell you just like uh, personally, uh. I, so I, I used to practice paganism and all that other stuff. Uh, the Ouija board is the one thing that freaks me out and I never Easy. ever On both touched. accounts. <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's that? Easy's on both accounts. I had a Wiccan phase in high school and I've always been freaked out by Ouija boards. Right. I, uh, I mean, apart from it being the focus of several horror movies that... Uh, you know, mm. uh, were prevalent in my childhood. Uh, it's just something about them just always freaked mm -hmm. me out. Yeah. Uh, and then there was a paranormal activity where the one just burst into flames. But <laughs> anyway, memories. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, the uh, the marker again wobbles back and forth at the top of the board between yes and no. Hmm. Fascinating. And I think she'll ask, how did this happen to you? The marker stills on nothing in particular. Do they not know? Do you know how we can help? Uh, again, it stays still. We will do what we can to help. Please be patient. 
And it is slides down to goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> the are they still making noise? Yes. Okay. Um, could I write a computer program, um, maybe with the help of um, Lieutenant Tupre, to translate that into, like, if it's a language or if it's a form of communication, that we could just be recording and then trying to interpret ongoing, and then maybe if it gets a hit, then we can communicate through that and it would be faster than... Ouija boarding our way through the conversation. <laughs> and sure. remember that I, as focuses, I have linguistics and xenoanthropology and deductive reasoning. Mm. So I've got a lot of focus for just this problem. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, you can attempt to write a computer program. Absolutely to try and translate the mysterious moaning that's occurring in various parts of the ship. Um, which is going to be a reason engineering. Would it make more sense for my computer role to be an assist to your um, mm. to your translation or vice versa? Because I'm it wondering... Yeah. It probably, because of my focuses, it probably makes more sense for me to take the lead. Okay, let's do that. And uh, I, I already want to buy momentum here. <laughs> I don't even know what the difficulty is. It, it's uh, going to be th three. Yep. Yep. Uh, how much would it cost me to buy two extra die? Uh, that would be three momentum, but unfortunately we only have two currently. Oh, we only have two currently? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow, we've been consuming it. Excellent. All right, then I will just buy one. Okay. Worth it. <laughs> well, Excellent. I don't know what okay. I'm for. What was the? What was the? Oh, uh, to to build a program, it would be uh, reason engineering. Mm -hmm. But you know that could be the aid, whereas. Yeah. Um, to pray if you're taking the lead on it mm -hmm. uh, being a um, xenologist xenoanthropologist uh, yeah um, I would say insight science insight science yeah can I argue reason science yeah. I mean, that was that was going to be my first choice, but I was thinking, you know, since this is more intuitive rather than... Uh, but, yeah, I could see that you'd take, you know, common forms of communication and, and stuff like that. So, so yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Then that is three successes. Plus one. Plus one. All right, that would grant you a momentum. Nice. A 10, a 14, and a five. Sweet. The computer program uh, begins to 
uh, record the the various sounds, uh, filtering out ambient sound, uh, filtering out crew members talking and uh, everything like that, uh, isolating just the the groans and the moans, and. Uh, it produces an audio file. <laughs> nice. Can I make a flavor request that we uploaded the software onto my detector box? Sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it produces an audio file. What does it say? Oh, I don't it, like it, that. <laughs> <laughs> Delete. <laughs> <laughs> Just a a a, uh, a scream. A scream. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only scream on the the Serenscape <laughs> soundboard. <laughs> I was That's like, amazing. I was hoping I for something it. else. <laughs> but I I really haven't like made my own thing here so uh <laughs> i work with what i've got <laughs> perfect but it yeah it's a uh scream of horror and pain that uh, sounds bad yeah indeed it sounds like they may be in an unpleasant position that makes it sound like they're they're not having a good uh, session of intimacy. <laughs> they're in a bad position. Certainly, been a bad couple of weeks for them, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> uh, are we able to use this software to translate back? I guess we don't need to because they can kind of hear us. So um, they seem to be able to understand. Yeah. I guess she'll announce to the ether. Um, we have means of understanding what you say. Are you able to speak? Uh, the uh, your device listens again and produces just another a scream of uh, torment. Acting Captain, are you familiar with the ancient film Event Horizon? <laughs> yes. I know I am. Oh my gosh, nightmares. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm not. I was favorites. thinking First Contact. <laughs> oh, no. no. Or not, not First <laughs> Contact. Contact. Not the Star Trek. Mm. Oh, contact. Uh, I don't know yeah. that one, actually. That's a good one. Jodie Foster. Yes. Okay. That film had something that is evocative of this experience with potential spirits who experience incredible pain. Although I don't think that these entities are as potentially harmful as those in that film. Uh, it is a certain parallel that 
those people were trapped in a different dimension before returning to the plane of existence on which we exist. Perhaps there is something we can do to bring them back. Absolutely. Um, I feel like they are trying to come to this side, if I can explain it in a way of like there being a curtain between here and not here, that they are pushing against it so that we can see them, but they are not fully here. Though that is not necessarily a logical explanation, I do understand what you mean. Perhaps Lieutenant Geary could help us. Okay. Let's return to normal duty roster um, on the bridge, and uh-huh. so we can leave. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Indeed. Uh, because right now it's just the two of us and some ghosts. It's <laughs> back up. Yes. Computer, resume normal lighting. Uh, yes. Uh, the computer chirps and responds, and the, the lighting comes back up. Uh, it puts out the call for uh, regular duty. Uh, Chort will come up to the bridge. Uh, this poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> Who just kind of like, like a... stops short. Yeah. Is there a ghost helmsman? Uh, like, does he sit in the chair with the ghost, or does he like sit on the edge? I want to know what this looks like. He's like sitting, like you know, you have the two helm stations, and uh, and Sinchort sits down, and <laughs> there's a ghost in the other one. He's just kind of like side eyeing it. Um, Amazing, Commander. Since when did I get a co-pilot? <laughs> Well, I um, I think it's been here the whole time, and this is just the first time we can see it. So, you know, act as you were the uh, last few days. I, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, and we're going to see Lieutenant Popovich. Mm-hmm. Ah, Lieutenant Gary. Yes. We have aid. That, or we, 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 we have you a have... request of aid from you. I uh, apologize. I got jammed up with my words. What? What is it? Uh, I, well, I am, I am busy trying to uh, ascertain the nature of these uh, phenomena. Mm-hmm. I assume you heard the uh, all hail from the bridge. Yes, yes. It, appear- it appears we may be haunted. <laughs> haunted. <laughs> oh, Madmika just whips his head around to you. <laughs> it does sound illogical, but we do believe that there is some presence from the prior crew of the ship still aboard. And they are trapped I between this it. world and some other. I have data to demonstrate we have detected them. There is proof. Whether or not they are ghosts is up for interpretation. Hmm. Perhaps uh, not jump to conclusions about what these things are. Uh, They could uh, be strange gas fields that uh, leak on board. Uh, We could all be experiencing mass hallucinations. Like... (laughs) But ghosts... <laughs> well, possible. 
They do appear to be distinctly humanoid and capable of communication. Uh, you've been uh, communicating with them, eh? Indeed. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we've been able to translate some of the noises that they have uttered. Unfortunately, it is incoherent and painful screams. Yeah, well... So, uh, who are you going to call? Lieutenant Gary? I mean... <laughs> I mean, that is exactly what we had thought to do. And and what do you expect from... How am I going to help? Well, given your experience with physics, it does appear that they may perhaps be in some form of superposition. Perhaps you may be able to confirm our results and then be able to interpret the data to provide some means of bringing them back to this plane of existence. Hmm... Um, well, I, I can do some some scans, do some tests, uh, but I make no promises. That He's is not fine. Ghostbuster. Here. No, and here, I have made a device to detect them and interpret their data. I asked. Sorry, you're, you're, you're cutting out there. Uh, quit mumbling. <laughs> yeah, I think your microphone is cutting out. Yeah. Oh no, was it really? Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> I think it was just the internet. Thank you for the heads up. I'll yeah. I'll eat the mic a little more. Um, <laughs> it does appear that. <laughs> sorry, audience. That was gross. Um, yes, we will provide you with the tool that we have generated in order to determine exactly what they are and provide data about their nature. I would ask that you use this, in addition to your own tools, to identify how we might rectify this problem. I fear this may become unmanageable. And, uh, while I am, uh, slaving over a hot scanner, uh, what, what, uh, what are you going to be doing? Well, I did trust in your expertise, but if you feel <laughs> you may fail to actually succeed in this endeavor, I will take over with my own skills. Mm. I thought yours might be better suited, given your specialization in physics. Yeah, well, uh, one of us has got to be smarter, eh? <laughs> uh, very well. I of will, course, one of us must. I will uh, give it a... I'll give it a go. <laughs> Good luck. Oh. I have I, fair I, faith in your skills. Far be it from me to... Uh, make any assessments but i mean if you uh were able to focus on the frequency of the canister i mean it probably would be named after you popovich frequency i mean that's you know would be only fair right <clears throat> uh, i believe we're talking about two different things uh... yes <laughs> yes Okay. Uh, uh, with, just as long as that does understand. Yes. The canister. Yes. Uh, I, I'm. We need to fix that. We need to figure it out, not fix it. Figure it out. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and we will. We will. Just uh, we. It seems we have a more pressing matter of uh, the ship being haunted. <laughs> it's been haunted all this time. Right? See, I, I knew I liked the doctor for something. <laughs> I, 
I really hope he pisses off a ghost. And then he comes running, screaming. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, Doctor, what are your present findings about the material we recovered? Well, uh, so on the screen, uh, you start to see all of these different, uh, the, the photographs from Federation Service. And so all of these uh, individuals who have been missing, uh, their, their DNA is in, in the mix here, literally. So uh, we have some, some unsolved mysteries that have now have new leads. We know we know where they have ended up. I, given what has happened to our crew, and we lost six members to the fold. I'm maybe this has been happening for some time, and that is how these. Uh, individuals disappeared. It's just a theory, but it it does uh, it fits the facts. So it does appear to be a rational hypothesis. Yes, I would concur. Mm -hmm. So these individuals. I mean, I I don't know this, but they probably are they are deceased at this point in time, and I think that's what. What happens as we've seen the progression of uh, the mutation and they're turned, they're turned into this liquid. Uh, it's very disturbing. That is deeply troubling. I concur. So that that's, those are my findings so far. And uh, I'm, I'm simply waiting on the, the genius of Lieutenant Popovich. <laughs> it is genius, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love this dynamic. <laughs> the trio. Uh, yeah, Gary will just kind of like, uh, you know, side eye <laughs> to pray. <laughs> <laughs> With a smug smirk. <laughs> Excellent work. Um, so, uh, Talon and uh, to pray. Are you gonna stay in the bio lab? Or... Um, I think to pray will. Okay. I'm gonna make a trip to the transporter room. Okay. Um, and ask for uh, Lieutenant Commander Miller to meet me there, Chief Engineer. Okay. I, the doctor would like to make a request to go as well mm. and to possibly observe the people or new guests <laughs> uh, with uh, the Borg uh, implant scanners. It just he hasn't he had he hasn't had any interaction with him whatsoever or for that matter the other other beings that we met too so okay would like to go uh your your Borg scanners what can they scan like what uh what do they read for uh they read 
particular see character can scan the environment like a tricorder and tasks do not suffer an increase in difficulty due mm. to darkness oh. so mm -hmm. yeah it's uh it's you know it's like that borg uh scanning the eye that you know moves up and down sure and just uh for his own you know, edification i guess Um, so the two of you are going to head toward the transporter room, uh, after Commander Miller acknowledges that she'll meet you there. Uh, Commander Tellen, please give me a fitness... Mm, security. Okay. Check. Uh, difficulty. Two. Ooh, uh, so I rolled a natural one, so that's two successes. Oh, very nice. And I got a 15, but I'm going to use one of our minus twos. Um, to bring that down to a 13, so three successes. Wow, fantastic. Uh, that'll grant you a bit of momentum. And I think we have one more minus two left. Okay. The As you're heading toward the transporter, you're you round the corner uh, down a, a hallway and you're your vision tunnels very briefly. Uh, you feel your balance shift. Like kind of like uh, your inner ear just went, whoa. Mm. Uh, but it corrects itself quick enough that uh, you don't suffer any lingering effects. Okay. This wasn't um, coercion or... Th I wasn't, like, coerced or threatened by this at all, was I? No, no. Okay. All right. right. I'll probably just sway, like, uh, like I got dizzy in the hallway and put my hand on the wall and then keep walking. Okay. Uh, doctor, you're obviously privy to this. Uh, as well as one of these entities passing by in the corridor. Okay. So, uh, I'll turn to the acting captain and are, are you okay? Is everything alright? So did it pass through me? Um, I, I got dizzy there for a second. I just had, I lost my balance. Um, did did the entity walk through me? Did I pass through it? It it came so, from behind and and kind of passed through. Yeah, that's when okay. very, about when you experienced it. Very unsettling uh, experience. I felt uh, dizzy and everything narrowed for a second, um, as if I might faint. Hmm. Oh, well. So the the scan 
he starts to scan the acting captain. And uh, does he find anything wrong, or is everything look look okay? Are you just scanning uh, the commander? Just general, basic, as scan health scan. Okay. The pressure, heart rate. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me a reason medicine. Uh, difficulty one. Okay. Oh. So two and a 13 so i made it but do i have a focus that would apply mm. emergency medicine no not really uh okay so how many successes so, uh, sorry one one okay all right wait so oh, i got two what am i i'm insane here <laughs> yes i needed a 15 and i got a 13 and a two so oh, i got gotcha. two gotcha. there you go okay uh, that'll give you another momentum. Uh, mm-hmm. So, judging by Commander Tellen's current uh, health, uh, elevated heart rate, um, uh, temperature fluctuation, um, maybe a, a dash of nausea, uh, showing mm-hmm. all the symptoms of motion sickness. Motion sickness? Hmm. Acting Captain, do you think we can do that again? <laughs> I would like to be scanning you while that happens. Run can, through Can we do that? <laughs> no offense, Doctor. I, I don't intend to do that again on purpose. However, <laughs> if it happens again on our way to the transporter room, you're more than welcome to scan me again. Okay. Well, that'll have to do. I just don't, he's, he's I don't feel kind of disappointed. Like Throwing up in the hallway is a is a good look for acting captain, you know. Well, we have we have we have cleaners. We'll, we take care of that. Uh, Little bot comes and out, and so he just <laughs> just keeps going. All right. Um. Okay. Uh, you arrive at the teleporter room, uh, and Commander Miller. Uh, sidles in uh, avoiding one of the entities as as she comes in what are we doing about these things uh, hello lieutenant commander I'm hoping that you can help us with this I would be happy to whatever this these things are it's making my life really difficult. So the idea that I had, and tell me if this is crazy, is to try to get a transporter lock on one of them and rematerialize them. I don't know if that's a bad idea or not, or even if it'll work, but maybe it'll give us a sense of what they're made of at least. Hmm. I mean, uh, do we know what they're made of? Have we scanned them at all? Um, Lieutenant Dupree has a scanner that she uses. Um, which I wonder if it's still around my neck. I probably gave it back. Um, we yeah, we handed because... it over to you, Gary. Yeah. That's right, yeah. He's got the, the scream recorder. Um... <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I... What would I know about them? Did that scanner pick up anything, or was it just a detector? It was really just a detector. Yeah. We can collect more information. Dr. Madmika is very keen for me to encounter another one in the hallway. Um, <laughs> that might give us well, some specific information of, of what they're made of. It would help if I had two subjects. So if both of it, if you both encountered one, then that would be, that would be even better. Have something to compare it against. Wait. Not just your baseline. What are we talking about here? Oh, letting uh, one of the entities move through you. Pass through your body. I... Uh, permission to pass, Commander. I completely understand. <laughs> um, voluntary experience. Not... Like, if, if it That happened. does not seem like a pleasant experience. Uh, I can tell you it's not. <laughs> We've, I mean, uh, without even touching these things, we've been experiencing all sorts of strange uh, things in engineering. Uh, the The plasma conduits have reversed flow in several uh, s sections. Uh, the 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 warp drive has. It had some weird fluctuations in its shielding. Uh, I don't know what they are, but they're mucking with my stuff. Does hmm. it look like they're touching things, or just their presence is interfering with the systems? It doesn't seem like they're they're actively engaging with our systems. It just they are their presence is causing all sorts of havoc i have a theory oh <laughs> um to pray would probably uh be interested in this theory so i will contact her um <laughs> lieutenant to pray sorry to interrupt you yes i acting have a theory i may be of service i have a theory about these beings in what is that? Bajoran culture, there is a positive and a negative life force. Um, then I'm wondering if, for instance, to the prophets we have power wraiths. Um, for good we have evil. I'm wondering if these are the negatives of, of us, of like the crew is somehow negative versions of themselves, that they are disrupting our systems because they are inherently opposite. Do you mean to say that this is the negative version of the prior crew or this crew, current? I think that this is the negative version of the previous crew. Hmm. That they are somehow Do you have a proposed... reverse themselves. Do you have a proposed mechanism for how that may have happened? Well, I was investigating the logs of the previous captain, Trar, and uh, he talked about how the ship was approaching a space and spatial anomaly um, during an astrological survey. So maybe that anomaly did something to them. Are you able to recover any data about that anomaly? 
can that may prove try. useful. Can I spend a momentum for an information? Uh, sure. Yeah. 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 Uh. Oh, we were raided, by the way. Oh, welcome, Thank raiders. You plus content. Plus content. Yeah. Awesome possum. Thank you for being here. Uh, we are in the middle of a space ghost mystery aboard the USS Parallax in our Star Trek Adventures campaign here. So, uh, you want to uh, kind of scrub the... Yeah, I want to gain information because I know where the files are mm -hmm. now. Yep. Um, hoping to gain information spend on the basically like what the anomaly was composed of if it had a certain like radiation attached to it or a particle emission or okay. something that would yeah. give us a lead as to like how this happened and how maybe how to reverse it I guess <laughs> that would be that would be the next step let's start with the basics yeah. first <laughs> uh just for um, Tenet Prey, uh, Geary is attempting some trial and error as far as mm -hmm. uh, trying to get a, uh, a source for these things and hasn't nailed it down yet. Okay. So... They're not. They're not gaseous emissions. They, uh, they have no real substance. Okay. It is, is it not? Almost as if we are being haunted. Just because they don't have matter doesn't mean that they're uh, beings from the afterlife, which does not exist, by the way. <laughs> oh. I mean, that is a reasonable conclusion, and perfectly logical. I simply mean that this behaves as if it is some form of a haunting in a story. I'm sure you have read earlier Earth stories. I was never a horror fan. Hmm. Interesting. Also, uh, idle hands make the devil's playground, right? Uh oh. So while I'm down in the bio lab, is yeah. there anything I can figure out about this matter we recovered, the biological matter? Uh, sure. Uh, are you just gonna kind of scan it, or? Um, uh, they've already done scans of it, correct? Yes. And we know it's sort of an homogenous biological material. There is DNA located in it. Mm -hmm. Um, is it emitting a signal? Uh, no, it is not. Okay, because there was there was discussion about it being similar to, but not quite like a battery. Mm-hmm. It's okay. it's actually more like a uh, converter. Okay. Um, I, I would like to know, or at least investigate to determine, is it living material? Is it, are we able to replicate it? And then how does it interact with the signal uh, coming from the fold? Okay, sure. Uh, that will be a reason science. And that that's a lot of questions. So that's I'm... a complication and only a complication. Oh no. <laughs> uh, 
Mmm. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna link this in with what's going on with the rest of the ship. <laughs> you're you're running your scans. You're uh, really examining this this stuff inside it, and you begin to hear whispers emanating from the canister. Uh, and when you lean in to examine it, the the matter seems to materialize into a face uh, that screams at you before it dissolves. Computer, please enter that into the data log regarding this material. Please specify uh, uh, time code and incident. Audio and video files for the prior five minutes. Complete. <sighs> Damn it. So that information is a bust. Um, <laughs> she's just going to keep on working, keep trying to get these questions answered, even if they're being difficult. Okay. Uh, back to uh, Commander Taylor. Um, so you're going to look uh, track down this information. It, that will be a, a control computer. Or, I'm sorry, control... Um, I will say control security. Yeah. Okay. Um, can I use my focusing computers and assist with the ship? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay. So I'm going to roll for myself first. Uh, difficulty uh, two, but we still have the the complication. Yes. Uh, so I... increased complication range. Okay. Um, what is the ship's role? Um, oh, computers. Uh, oh yes, uh, that would be uh, computers security. Okay, so uh, one success and a complication. <laughs> okay. What? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, what did you need to? Was the difficulty? Uh, two. Yeah. Can I try so... to assist as well with the same? What did you say? Control security. Um. So. I don't think there was any real any real room to assist because it's really okay. just uh, Commander Tellen searching the the computer. Okay. Um, I can use our last minus two; it'll be two successes. Oh, so I, I'll just do that. That'll that'll succeed you go. with complications. With complication, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the uh, you do find another ghost file that includes uh, some astrological data uh, from about the time that the ship or the crew would have disappeared. And the the scanner data 
reads as a uh, some sort of gravitational anomaly, uh, you know, absent of a, a planet, a star, like a, a gravitational pocket that seemed to warp uh, space in that uh, particular spot. And the ship... So, it, it not a black hole, per se, but... Uh, yeah, it just kind of, like, turned... Ow. <laughs> turned uh, space inside out in that, that particular oh, uh, point. okay. And the ship... Uh, had gotten as close as it could to it. Um, there is uh, some audio logs that are attached to that sensor data mm. uh, that as you begin to listen to it, uh, you can just hear uh, the crew from the bridge uh, you know, Helm, back us out of this. Uh, sir, we're caught in its, its grip, trying, but the engines aren't responding. Uh, and then it just turns to just, like, screams. Hmm. Okay. Um, this is seemingly supporting my theory of them getting reversed somehow and it being a super painful process. Um, yeah, I will pass that down to to pray. I guess I'll make some kind of report compiling it all together about the concentration of gravimetric fields, possibly inverting space, um, and attach the audio files um, to see if she understands that field of science more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. Uh, that would have been particularly nasty, but I have not uh, experienced anything uh, like it. Uh, it's... It... Mm. You know, there was, a, there was a similar... There was a ship that encountered something uh the 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 orville yes uh it it encountered a pocket where the space went from 3d to 2d and any biologics that passed through it uh just died instantly uh unless uh protected by special shield frequencies etc etc uh is this what that was? I cannot say. But, uh, yes, I, I think that you're, you may be onto something that, uh, that these things are, are born of 
some sort of gravitational uh, fluctuation. Uh, they they are stamped. Uh, they are echoes, and uh, their their presence X is uh, yeah. Uh, is de you said uh, Miller said there there were some strange anomalies around them. Uh, y yes. Like what? They, they seem to be causing fluctuations in um, in the warp um, warp containment field. Um, they seem to be. Uh, they've reversed the. I, I'm understanding the. Um, the phrasing correctly reverse the plasma flow in the conduits um, which means that you know plasma is not getting vented properly mm, that so, could be dangerous mm -hmm. uh, I mean it's not a it's not a constant problem I think it seems to be happening randomly so when when that effect is not happening things are running as normal mm. You know, uh, we are we are very close, uh, much closer in a way to big ball of at the center of the the galaxy. I wonder if uh, gravity has uh, some unique properties around here. Uh, Maybe that's why they're just showing up. The question is, what do we want to do about them? Dr. Madmika, you're muted, but I can see you talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't want to be that one, but I did. Uh, acting Captain, I, ha I have an idea. Let's hear it. Uh, what if were able to take a cell or an atom and instead of a nucleus being in the middle the nucleus was on the outside and all of the orbiting electrons were on the inside that would mean if we could recreate that state that would be inverting the atomic structure uh, that might be a starting point to see if we can undo what has been done to the crew. I'm going to start calling them the crew because I, I think that's who they are. Uh, it's just a thought. I mean, I feel like we have an obligation to help them. Uh, they are Starfleet. Um, they are sentient. They are communicating. So this is prime directive stuff. I like your idea. I'm worried about what kind of forces it'll generate trying to compress the neutrons into a nucleus. <laughs> oh, yeah, I uh, don't want us, our, our ship to go nuclear. <laughs> uh, we would put those kinds of weapons away a long time ago. We might be able to use a combination of the transporter and the holodeck 
Simulator. Rearrange. Yes, but that that's beyond me. Uh, I think we need a, a someone who is versed in quantum mechanics or possibly even temporal mechanics. It's uh, it's well out of my wheelhouse. Huh. I do. If only we had an engineer who knew how to do that. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Commander Bill is like. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, Lieutenant Miller, do you have anybody on your team that uh, matches that description Dr. Madmika gave? Uh, well, I mean, I've got some bright crew, but uh, performing the kinds of stuff that the doctor's talking about, I have... Hmm. Particle physicists? Particle physicists. I mean, uh, maybe as a team we could put something together. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, if, if that's your order. I think it's a great starting point, Doctor, um, to try to simulate this reaction. Um, or simulate this effect and see what happens to the the atom um and if we can start there if it's possible to replicate this reaction or this um, mechanism then maybe we can replicate it on a larger scale and get these people back into their proper configurations <laughs> so uh commander miller will gather her team uh, and they will spend some time figuring out how to build this simulation how what the what it's gonna look like um, and like the kind of uh, uh, the calculus behind it. Most of the team believes that an in attempting to invert a an atom will force the the electrons together, uh, and there will be a cascading uh, power buildup that will eventually uh, explode the center and uh, scatter the, the, the atom. Uh, so that's one addition. Oh, yeah. To that. Um, so we know the scattering of the atom is maybe okay, but then if we can simulate a large gravitational force like the center of the galaxy, in proximity to that to see if it re-coalesces. That's, I think, the oh. information mm. that is interesting because the doctor brought up that, or I think you did, the proximity to this gravitational field at the center of the galaxy is maybe what's causing these people to reappear. So like the closer we get, maybe the more visible they will be to us. Oh, okay. All right. Uh... And that def 
your experience with these entities uh, as the parallax is headed away from the center, uh, to more toward um, Sidereian space, uh, there is a an aspect to these entities as they uh, seem more translucent, uh, more see-through, more faded uh, as time goes on uh, that lends to that theory. And uh, so the engineering team will get together. Uh, and their simulation just about blows up this, the holodeck. <laughs> uh, without all of the, the safeguards that are usually present in a holodeck, uh, their attempt to inverse the, the atom causes a massive explosion. Uh, and then when they start with like kind of an end state of scattered atoms to bring them in via gravitational pull, uh, they can't get the simulation to uh, work at that level, like get the gravity high enough to, to draw that stuff in uh, without destroying everything else around it. Creating like a black hole in the holodeck. That's always mm -hmm. a good idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going supernova and then we're also <laughs> going black hole. And that's just day one of my captain filling in. <laughs> yep. Do <role>. it <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow to see how I can mess it up further. <laughs> I am going to. Uh, rule this debate on this question. Uh, Lieutenant Tupray, do you have any suggestions? Any ideas? Because I am I'm at a loss. At the moment, when I am generally satisfied to defer your expertise. I feel like you're mocking me. No, absolutely not. You are brilliant. She doesn't have any ideas, so she's calling him brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love to pray. <laughs> I also am at a loss. The interference from the entities who are on board have disrupted the research I've been attempting to to perform. Hmm. Uh, the there is a report of a starboard side um, food processor that exploded in one of the quarters, or I'm sorry, in the lounge. Uh, the and many uh, crew members are experiencing similar uh, effects 
that that you did, mm. Commander Tellen, of the uh, motion sickness. We even you even had a uh, crewman fall off one of the uh, catwalks mm. uh, in the shuttle bay uh, when they their vertigo suddenly hit them. Is it Wilson and Trosa are left? Uh, Samson. Samson, that's mm -hmm. it, yes. Uh, you wouldn't... Are, reports are coming in to the transporter room, or... Are we still there? Uh, I... I, no, I th we went to the holodeck. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're just oh, like okay. walking okay. around, yep. trying. I think between the like the bio lab, and and uh, the med bay and like the holodeck, we're just like making our rounds. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I'm gonna head to the the med bay. It seems like there's several several people who need treatment, and uh, Rosa and Samson are capable. But they are only two people. So the doctor uh, turns to the acting captain and, I don't know, just says goodbye or... Yeah, no chance to go get more scans on, on this phenomenon, so absolutely not. Uh -huh. well, so he heads to the mad bay. Okay. That's it. The entities... Uh, especially by the time that the the simulations have concluded to disastrous results, uh, the entities are becoming fewer and fewer. That uh, mm. moaning uh, is becoming more sparse and less frequent. Can I run a scan of the ship? Uh, and review logs for sensors on the ship from the last, what has it been, maybe like five or six hours? To determine if there is any change in the sort of I don't know if it's the electronic or the radio fields in the ship space, which may have amplified the effect of whatever these entities are doing, right? So is there... Because that may be a key in identifying if we can sort of get them back into our space and time, right? Because if there's data there to dig through, we might be able to find out how to make them corporeal again by figuring out what makes their signal stronger. Hmm. Uh, yes. Go ahead and give me a reason science. And, uh, the ship's sensors, since you're using them specifically, or that data specifically, uh, sensors, science as well. And would you say deductive reasoning is an applicable focus here? Yes. 
then I have two successes. Uh, so, yeah, difficulty th- two. No, three. Three. It's good. No help from the ship, sorry. Mm. Mm. Uh, did, how many minus twos do we have? I don't mm, think that, we have any. I think they okay. might have been used up. Yeah. Because you used two at once, and I used one yep. two different times. So I think we're, mm-hmm. we're okay. Yeah, and that consumed them. Mm-hmm. So then we uh, will. No, I think that I can... would leave you with one more because oh, you we were given five. five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So well, okay. Yep. Um, that doesn't get me where I need to be. But can I buy a die with momentum? You absolutely can. Uh, you'll be down to two. Mm-hmm. Another success. That gets me to three. Uh, Gravity is absolutely a factor here. That the closer that you are to the the galactic center, uh, the, the stronger, uh, the kind of ambient, gravity of space is uh all kind of pulling obviously to the center but um the the moans and groans that you've been picking up uh the sensor data reads them as mechanical uh i.e the the ship's hull uh straining kind of like a submarine uh in deeper deeper water it mm-hmm. contracts uh and that's uh that accounts for a lot of the the sounds now as far as the entities those are not uh just ships or the ship or mechanical things. Um, but the sensors read them as almost like uh, gravity, gravitational pockets in themselves. Like uh, just little uh, floating clouds of gravity. Can I try something? Uh, sure. Are we able to manipulate the artificial gravity on the ship in a specific and precise location? Uh, like, say, to a room? <laughs> sure. Uh, why not? <laughs> okay. Uh, with I with the proper like... engineering, yes, you can. Mm-hmm. I, I would like, and maybe uh, Commander Tellen would be willing to help. Um, basically clear out a, a, a large-ish room on the ship mm-hmm. and then crank up the artificial gravity as high as it can go. Turn okay. it to 11. <laughs> do, you in- do you intend for us to be in the room while this is happening or can we just oh, leave oh the door gosh. open? No, no, I would prefer we observe outside. Okay, great. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> chunky salsa. Uh, 
Um, Who are you calling chunky? <laughs> All right, so uh, to initialize that, that will be a control uh, engineering. And a ship uh, along with it will use um, computers. <laughs> computers con. No successes. Uh, I got two 14s. I needed a 13. Uh, yeah, difficulty two. I got two successes because I rolled a nat one, but oh. I also rolled a nat 20. So I got a complication. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those times where you roll a nat one and a 20 at the same time. Um, so yeah, two successes with complication. No help from the ship. Okay. What was uh, <laughs> the... I think that was three total. Um, there, <laughs> you, you choose a room, uh, and here's where I think the complication is going to come in is you, you choose a room on the port side, uh, where you can easily observe from outside. Uh, but once you get the computer to respond and, and target the room with a high level of gravity, uh, it rips a hole in <laughs> like the, the, the glass or, or whatever uh, resin or whatever they use for Transparent aluminum. Yeah, transparent <laughs> aluminum, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, no, uh, nobody's uh, sucked out, but uh, the, the room does have off. to yeah, pop up its its force field and section off the, the room. You know, we really have to stop blowing holes in this ship. <laughs> that is a logical conclusion. Um, but given the outrageous amount of gravity in that space, we wait a little while. Do we find any one of the entities in there and what happens to them? Are they able to manifest physical form? Not physical form. However, the entity ceases to be staticky mm -hmm. uh, and takes on a defined shape uh, of a of a woman uh, in civilian clothes uh Kind of standing where the window was, <laughs> uh, just kind of gazing out into space. Computer, please identify that individual if you are capable. The computer will run a 
run an ID. <laughs> <laughs> And come back with a. Yeah, uh, where's my. There we go. A Vulcan woman. Uh, named Nori. Who was the uh, wife of a human Sam uh, Williams who was one of the engineering officers. Acting Captain, it appears that extreme gravity may be the resolution to this event. That being said, if it tears apart the ship, it is not a particularly useful or logical solution to the problem. However, with additional research, we may be able to do something. Yeah, I really think there might be promise in this um, alloy that we found with that container. So if there's any way that we can incorporate that into additional structural integrity, we might be able to position ourselves closer to the core to get them to rematerialize enough for us to bring them onto this side again. But I mean, effectively, we'll be doubling the crew, so there's an issue with, you know, who's going to be captain and how will we <laughs> feed these people. So we'll have to sort that well, out when we get to it. Fortunately, we live in a technologically advanced post-scarcity society with machines that can replicate food. This is true. The lodgings, however, are another <laughs> Yeah, that's where the question is, yeah. Double it up, I guess. <laughs> Bunk beds for everyone. <laughs> Bunk beds for everyone. Uh, by the this time, uh, you have traveled far enough away that the entities have all but faded, except for this one, as you maintain the high gravity output input one of those uh in that room are we able to speak with her through microphones in the room hmm hello can you hear us and she'll give a Vulcan greeting too uh the woman turns and her, you see her eyes kind of search the room as if she had heard something but wasn't sure what it was or where it came from. I wonder if the closer we get to gravitational forces, the more we disappear for them and they appear for us. And then when we are not near gravitational forces, maybe they can see us, but we can't see them. 
Interesting theory. There did seem At to be a point where we could both see each other. Hmm. At least for now, I am satisfied with this information. Shall we return the artificial gravity to its normal state and perhaps yes. repair the hull? I think perhaps. Shallon <laughs> <laughs> will try to do a straight face. <laughs> All right. Uh... I think that this is a good point for us to end our story for tonight. Uh, thank you to all the raiders who came in. Thank you to our loyal viewers who offered up so many uh, minus twos for our crew to succeed in their uh, endeavors of ghost... Uh, not busting, but, but ghost... Um, ghost hunting. Hunting, yeah. There you go. And who knows, maybe in a future episode, our crew will be able to bring the previous crew back from the brink of a negative existence. <laughs> uh, but until then, uh, I have been your humble game mistress, Winter. Uh, you can find me at gmistresswinter on Instagram and Twitter. And over at my channel, Mistress Winter's Court, on Mondays. Uh, so go check me out there if you would like. Um, and thank you again to my wonderful cast, who I will go ahead and start with uh, Juicy. Hi, I'm Juicy Garland, Boston area drag queen and super nerd. You can find me on Twitter at Juicy Garland. Garland. You can find me on Instagram at juicy.garland, and you can find me tomorrow on this channel playing some Cyberpunk Red at a 7pm. I remember time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Cybernation Uncensored has so many other shows. Uh, there's there's programming just about every time slot. So uh, do, do mm -hmm. check out all the other shows available on this channel. Uh, thank you. And Jesse. I'm just Jesse D, ecologist, podcaster, narrator, um, Bajoran on this channel. <laughs> um, I wanted to thank everybody who came out last weekend to support me on the Warcat Reads charity stream. We raised $2,100 for Rainbow <sighs> Refugee, going directly to support a, um, a new Canadian uh, arriving in Canada, um, fleeing persecution based on sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression, or HIV status. So thank you so much. It's super important during this time that everybody just sticks together and we help each other out as much as possible. So thank you everybody for, for coming and supporting that. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for everybody's generosity and uh, assistance and helping making somebody's life better. Uh, I know I certainly have considered hopping the border for uh, similar reasons, but, uh, you know, uh, I'm definitely not a person in need. So, <laughs> you know, uh, make sure the help gets to where it, it needs to be. So for any Canadians listening, there is a petition that you can sign through the Canadian government website right now that will grant refugee status in general to people um, fleeing that sort of uh, persecution. Um, so extended to trans and non-binary folks anywhere in the world. So if you're Canadian, go sign that petition. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for the, your, your good works. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, all right, and twisting. I am twisting curses on Discord, only on Discord. And thank you to everybody for joining, for stopping by, for all of the negative twos. That was a great episode. That was that was awesome. That was really cool. <laughs> I'm still loving this story. So thank you to everybody, and I'm looking forward to next week. Wonderful. Uh, I'm glad you're all enjoying it. That's that's big part of why we're here and we hope that you our viewers are enjoying it as well so uh you seem to come back every week so uh we're doing something right uh and we hope you will join us again next week same time same channel uh here on cybernation uncensored until then have a great weekend have a great week live long and prosper and may the dice roll ever in your favor have a good night Thank you.